Most say Act 2 is the hardest part of any story to get right, keeping your readers engaged and continually upping the ante in ways that are fresh and don't seem driven by plot. The second act is where the hero is fully engaged in the story, but how do you build tension, and how does the protagonist change over the course of the story's middle? Welcome to Writing Quest. Welcome to Writing Quest. My name is Brendan Pugh, and in today's episode, we're going to talk about Act 2, which is generally the hardest part of any story to write. Stick around to the end of the video, and we're going to talk about um, the progress on the story, where we're sitting, and what's going on with that. Here we go. Okay, so the second act of the story is generally where a story can get derailed first, and it's the hardest part, I think, to write. I think there's a pretty general consensus about that. Correct me if I'm wrong, put it in the comments below, let me know. But for me, it's definitely the hardest part to write because it's generally one of the, you know, how do you keep upping the ante? How do you keep, you know, raising the conflict and raising the bar in a way that doesn't feel just plot-driven or in a way that actually matters to the character. So in the three-act structure, the um, act two is built upon three main parts. The first part is the pre-midpoint reactionary hero, and then there's the game-changing midpoint, and then there's the post-midpoint reactionary hero. The pre-reactionary hero is basically the hero that's very unsure of themselves. They still are kind of slave to that inner internal conflict and they're not willing to you know based on what happened with the impossible choice in the first plot point and the first pinch point now they're in this place of kind of hiding in a way they're they don't want to they're trying to run they're trying to be afraid they don't want to be near um, they don't want to do anything that's going to rock the boat they're just you know not living up to what they're supposed to be that's where the game changing midpoint comes in and kind of has that moment where everything flips on its head, the whole story twists, and it gives the protagonist a new sense of a plan going forward, which leads them into the post-midpoint reactionary hero, and that is where they have a new plan, they have a path going forward, they know what they want, whether it's correct or not, um, it still might be the wrong choice. It still may be the wrong plan, but they feel confident in the plan and they go forward with that confidence. So how does that relate to our story? Well, as we learned in the video about the first pinch point, Ro has been banished from her people. Gaian's kicked her out and they have moved forward without her. So our pre-reactionary hero, we're basically going to see a character who is completely distraught over her um, choices. She's distraught over what's happened. Her internal conflict has come to fruition. She has failed everything and she has nowhere else to go. So we're going to kind of see her traveling that direction and the wolves are going to appear multiple times. And finally, she is going to be convinced by her wolf companion who's kind of, you know, on the outs with her there. She's going to be having basically an issue with everybody, they, she'll eventually follow the wolves to the, their home, where they're from. So again, as I mentioned in the last video, that um, this is going to be a great place where we get to see the wolves and we get to see their cultures. So we've spent the first part of the book with the high people and learning about their culture and their village and everything going on with them. So this is going to be where 
we transition and we see the wolves and we're going to see everything about their culture, how they function, all that stuff. And it's also going to be in that moment where we learn what's happened on their end. So we've had all these issues with the wolves basically from the moment high people arrived up to this point. Now we're going to get their side of the story, which after we get their side of the story, it's going to explain some things and click some stuff into place for Row, which is going to lead to the game-changing midpoint. The game-changing midpoint is that the wolves are going to save the high people and the elves. We're going to catch up to her people, and they will be under attack. They will be being pursued by the Wraithwalkers. We're going to really kind of have this... I'm, I'm really hoping to write this cool action sequence where the wolves come charging in, and Roe is with them, and they save them, and it's this big heroic moment, which is a twist from before because... If you remember from the hook and the opening inciting incident, the wolves destroyed the village. They were total enemies. It was a big deal. So this is going to be a big deal that the wolves come in and save them. We're going to learn why that's a thing. And it's going to do a lot of things. It's going to change things for Gaian. It's going to change things for Artemis and for Roe. And going forward into the post-reactionary hero, Roe is going to be now more confident. So Gaian is going to have to reluctantly accept the wolf's help, which is going to be a big struggle for him. It's not going to happen right away. It's not going to, I'm hoping to make sure that I write that in a way that he doesn't just go, yep, okay. But it's going to really be a struggle for him. And he's going to basically be torn up about it through the end of the book. Ro, on the other hand, is going to basically take up leadership. She's going to have shown her people that she can do what she needs to do. Gaian's going to be struggling with his part, and Artemis is going to basically, because he's so unsure about how to lead, Rose going to step in and become kind of the de facto leader. And post going forward, they're going to have their mission of where they're going. The wolves are going to decide to take them to the Evertree. And so now Ro is confident in her plan and free to explore her relationship with her wolves as well as be back with her people. So it's going to be kind of a rejoicing moment for her, but we're also going to see some more conflict raising and conflict building between the characters in the middle. So we're going to probably get away from the Wraith Walkers a little bit in that section, and we're going to make most of the kind of antagonistic force be between the characters. So that is the uh, act two of our story of Wolves and Wizards. Make sure to uh, check out the book on Wattpad, which currently we're in February now, so we are writing the book. The words are coming along. We're at a few thousand at this point, and we are just chugging along with that. The outline's basically done at this point, so we're going to be doing more um, videos going through each plot point as we go along, and we will be writing the book through February and March. Thank you for watching this video. I hope you liked it and enjoyed it, and I hope you learned something. Please like, comment, share, and subscribe if you have not done so already. Let's keep the conversation going. Let's keep learning and keep writing. Huzzah!